0: hey everybody welcome to the newest episode of on that note with parker whirling today's guest is an indie pop singer songwriter and producer based out of los angeles california she's great friends with the previous on that note guest mccall and she's got a new ep out right now called polished which you should all go check out it's seriously some amazing pop music please welcome skofi hello hey can you hear me
1: yeah perfect
0: hey. Sweet. Well, Scofie, thank you for joining me for an episode of On That Note. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, you've got a new EP, your debut EP, actually, called Polished, released September 18th. I listened to it and uh, I was floored. I loved it. I love uh, your lyrics. I love the production of everything. How does it feel to have your debut EP out?
1: Uh, well, thank you for listening, first of all. Um, and it feels amazing. Uh, a lot of the songs that EP I've been sitting on for a really long time Um, so yeah finally having them out in a cohesive package feels really good Um, and I also I think a lot of people feel this way when they release stuff but like I feel like I'm mentally just in a different place than when I wrote a lot of those songs so it feels good to have them out honestly just so I can like work on new stuff and that moment in time is like solidified. I can go forward and work on new stuff.
0: What was the experience like going back to something that you've written a long time ago in a different headspace and having to like record it, uh, ha- having had time to like move on from whatever this is, uh, what- whatever's going on in the song?
1: I think honestly, it wasn't um, Crab Apple's probably the only song that I actually like it was in demo land, made it at like three a.m, forgot about it, um, and then revisited it like a year and a half later. Um, but the rest of them, it was just like um, kind of a rolling, mm. just working on them for a really long time. And I wanted like my first release to I wanted to be able to really stand behind. Obviously, my first release, so um, yeah, I'm kind of a perfectionist, so it took me a while, but I'm really, really happy with it, and um, glad that it's in the world yeah,
0: me too i I know a lot of people who will say like I'm a perfectionist, and that's a re- they'll use it as a reason to like not put something out, but since you say you're a perfectionist and you put it out, what was the you know, what were some of the barriers that you got over to, uh, like, were there any mental barriers of like, you know, uh, just being worried people aren't going to listen to it or, you know, things you had to get over?
1: Well, I think it just comes to a point where you're like, okay, I have to put this out at some point, or I'm just going to work on it forever, you know? So I think, um, and I know a lot of different artists can relate to that, but I think, um, yeah, that's I just was like, this form of every song is as polished, no pun intended, as it's gonna get. So, um, yeah, I think at some point you just you you could always work more on a song or make more edits, um, but yeah I I think I just got to a point where I just felt like it was it was where I wanted it to be um yeah
0: how did most of these songs start off like do you start with guitar uh do you start with lyrics
1: it depends I think um usually I'll do a chord progression and just start sort of humming over it um and lyrics will come after I have a melody I, I kind of like, but definitely depends. Like I have so hundreds of notes on my phone of just like thoughts um, that I've written down. And sometimes a song will start that way. Um, but yeah, I, I had some co-writers on the EP. Um, so obviously when you write with someone else, um, the process will change a little bit, but I don't really have like, a a set. I have to do things this way in order, uh, for them to feel right. Um, yeah, I would say usually like chords and and melody come first for me.
0: It's good to not have a select way of doing things like going out of your way to try something new and see if that inspires something else.
1: Yeah, definitely agree.
0: You mentioned you had a couple, a uh, couple co-writers. Uh, one of them is McCall, right? Yes. She, she was on the show. Uh, I just released her episode and she's awesome. I think she's on some other shit with her music and that's so cool. You guys work together. And now that I know that about Bleach, I was like, oh, I do hear it. So what was that experience like collaborating with her?
1: Um, I mean, McCall's one of my best, best friends. She's so talented and she's taught me a lot about songwriting. Um, and yeah, so I, I was just showing her the song and I was like, you know, here's what I have. Do you have any ideas? I'm kind of stuck on the second verse and she just like whipped it out. And like, I mean, she's like a marathon songwriter. She's so fast and the quality is so amazing. So um yeah I felt like she really understood what I was trying to say with that song and um she helped me edit a couple other parts of it and the form a little bit um and I just really respect her opinion on what a song needs and she's also really good at cutting things down um which is good for me because I it's hard for me to like part with certain sections of a song um when really cutting it out makes the whole song better so yeah working with her is is always wonderful um and we also have a girl group in the works
0: ooh okay what's um, it
1: called it's called duchess all right and um yeah that'll come that'll come later we're still still, we're still working, working it out. on it yeah but i Point is, I love working with McCall. She's great.
0: That's very exciting. Uh, is it just you two?
1: Uh, and Zoe Benson. Her okay. artist name is Zoe Alex. OK, um, cool.
0: I'll check her out.
1: But yeah, that is uh, in the very early stages right now.
0: That's awesome. Uh, you have to keep me updated with that. And you mentioned uh, just a second ago um, that she really taught you like what a song needs. So what do you think a song? needs now and what is considered excess to you
1: I mean just in terms of form I feel like I'm always inclined to um I I think it's good to leave a listener wanting more a little bit so that they'll listen again to your song you know um there's nothing worse than like loving a song and just having one too many choruses or an outro. That's like crazy long. I don't know. It all depends on obviously the specific song and what it needs. But um, I do think it's good to, um, to be smart about if you have a, a good hook or line being sparing with it. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. You feel like it can be um, very tempting to like throw a really sick hook at somebody like over and over and over again because you think like they need to hear it. It's the best part of the song. Uh, But sometimes stripping away a lot of things is the best way to like get to the bare root of what the song is about and let the emotion of it carry the audience instead of uh like telling them what's going on it's like let them experience
1: it for themselves yeah i totally agree with that i know whenever i come up with like you know a a chorus that i'm really proud of i'm like i have to put it in at least three times and that's just not the case every time at least so
0: um oh damn i was just oh yeah so your lyrics i feel like are a great sense of um, like it really ties into what we were just talking about, about letting the audience member uh, come back to it and learn new things about the story you're telling uh, the more they listen to it. Cause I've listened to it probably 10 times before this. And each time I listened to it, the songs became clearer, clearer and like the story was told uh, from front to back. Uh, and it, but it didn't come immediately. So Mm. how do you lean into the vulnerability of your lyrics? Because you are being very vulnerable, but you're also not, uh, like you're self-deprecative. It's kind of funny. Like there's a lot of lines that are pretty funny in there, but um, how do you allow yourself to like reach into the depths of your soul and pull that out? (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, I like that, some of it struck you as funny because that's, that's something that I always try to put in my music is, um, you know, I don't know. I, I like to take things with a grain of salt. And I know that a lot of my lyrics can be pretty dark, um, which for some reason, that's just what always comes out when I'm writing. But um, I think part of my personality that maybe doesn't come across as much in my music sometimes is... Um, my sense of humor so uh, I'm glad that you got that from it because I think it's important in all situations to try to see the lighter side Um, and also I do think like like you said like burying your soul I think it's more digestible as a listener if there's some comic relief of sorts or some lines that just like allow you to breathe Um, because if a song is just all really intense, here is my soul on a platter, um, songs like that do need a bit of balance, whether that's uh, sonically or, or lyrically. Yes. I mean, you have to always just write about what you know, of course, but I'm trying to challenge myself to um, write some songs with different... a a greater variety of, of feeling behind them, Mm -hmm. um, instead of just all sad, but that is the way that I lean. So I'm also okay with that.
0: Was there an initial breakthrough for you when you felt like you found your voice? Like, was there a song where you were like, Oh shit. Like, I feel like now I know I can go this route
1: at least for me it's it's like a constant um discovery of what i want my sound to be but definitely um i think i think honestly i was nervous with the ep that it wouldn't be cohesive because i just picked i wrote a shit ton of songs and then i picked the ones that i felt were the most personal i was the proudest of, all of that. And um, I was nervous that they wouldn't go with each other or wouldn't make sense as a package. Um, but I think I've just found that I should just write what I want and then it's got, that will be my sound, whatever that ends up being. Um, but definitely some elements along the way that I found um, as like essential to my sound are like tons of vocal stacks, like very lush soundscapes. I love Vocoder. Um, Yeah, just like a general, if I had to put a a label on it, it would probably just be alt pop. But um, I'm open to wherever it goes in the future too. I think I'd, I'd love to do a super stripped EP at some point. Yeah, but as of now, I really like the the full sound
0: that's gonna be really cool to see what your uh, your upcoming super group comes up with
1: yeah well we'll see we have some we have some demos but we definitely have to refine what we're going for exactly but yeah it's fun it's fun because all of our solo projects are uh, a little more serious i'd say
0: yeah so this yeah. is going to be a little bit more fun
1: yeah, sort of just like unapologetic pop music.
0: Nice, that's awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to it. That's gonna take us over to the last five, where I'm just gonna ask you five quick questions, and then we'll be done.
1: Okay, I'm ready.
0: All right, we kind of talked about it at the beginning. Uh, but number one, lyrics or beat first? Um,
1: I'll I'll say beat. I'll say beat. Mm-hmm.
0: Is there? has there ever been a time where the lyrics came first? Cause crab apple almost sounds like more of like a poem that music came along with it. I don't know if that's the case.
1: Um, the lyrics came second for that one also. But yeah, I, I get why you would say that for sure. It, it has happened definitely where lyrics come first, but I feel like I usually start writing lyrics as soon as I have the feel of the beat. So I'll say beat.
0: Yeah. I agree. I'm kind of the same way, for sure. All right, number two. What's on your musical rotation right now?
1: Um, so much on Gel. Uh, she's, yes, she's a French artist. She just released a song with Dua Lipa. Oh. Cool. Um, but I'm obsessed with her. She's so great. Um, Remy Wolf.
0: Remy Wolf is great. She's been mentioned a lot on this show. I need to get on. I mean, on.
1: she's yeah. She's just she's so great. Um Chloe and Hallie, I've been listening to Yeah, I literally just throw it on Angel when I'm in the car now, so I'll say
0: Angel. Is it just spelled like Angel? I
1: think that's how you say it. It's okay. Angel with an e at the end. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. That that would make sense to me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, number 3, what is a perfect album front to back?
1: Channel Orange.
0: Yo. We always love Frank Ocean on this show. I love that album. I love Frank Ocean, but I think I would pick Blonde over Mm. Channel Orange if I had to pick.
1: Yeah, it's hard for me because the nostalgic value of Channel Orange is just like, I don't know how I could not choose that, but Blonde is also great.
0: I don't know one person who likes those albums that doesn't, associate it with like a key part of their life you know totally it's so interesting how he like hit that for everyone like it's amazing that it's like the soundtrack to people's lives uh when that when that came out and i talked to people about it
1: i know yeah everybody does feel the same about it it's interesting
0: he's just you know he's the man i love frank hopefully he's putting out something soon it's been way too long
1: i know fingers crossed
0: all right, number four, who's your dream artist or producer to work with?
1: I would love to work with Muna, like, as a group. That would be so sick. Like, That's
0: what McCall said. Oh, really? Yeah. That I, checked him, sense. I checked him out after she said it. I was like, he's pretty good.
1: Yeah, definitely. Shoot, now I feel like I have to say something different than McCall. Let's see.
0: <laughs> You're all good. I uh, I thought of one. Uh, I think you should work with Maddie oh. Healy from the nineteen seventy-five. Uh, yeah. You guys yeah. would definitely hit it off. Like his stuff with the Japanese house, like I feel like you guys would be a great fit.
1: Oh my God. I love the Japanese house so much. Um, yeah. If Maddie Healy comes into my inbox, <laughs> I will He's be responding. Yeah. I will be responding to that one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Truman Black sliding in there. <laughs> He's the man. I got to see the 1975 open for the neighborhood in like 2013 when nobody knew who the 1975 was. Damn. Were. Yeah. Chocolate was like the only song that they had. Yeah. Out. It was insane. Yeah, they were great. Um, but yeah, do you have anybody else that you would want to work with?
1: I mean, so many. Um, I'll say Amber Mark. I love I love her music so much. Should check her out if you haven't heard of her.
0: Yeah, don't know her. Uh, what kind of stuff is it?
1: Um, it's it's like pop with definitely an R and B spin. It's super unique. You should you should check it out. I'm not sure how she would classify.
0: Cool, Amber Mark. Yeah, I'll check her out for sure. All right, this is the last question, and then we'll get you out of here. Okay. N- number five. What's your favorite decade of music?
1: I'll say that is so hard. What's your answer?
0: I usually go between 60s or 2010s.
1: I think I was going to say 2010s, but I feel like I didn't Most know people that forget
0: was. that you can say that.
1: So, I that know. so that when
0: I'm like 2010s, they're like, "Oh, yeah, for sure, 2010s." But I'll that, say that's 20 definitely times. that's definitely some bias just cuz we grew up you know, I feel like that's yeah. when people our age discovered music. Like if yeah. they're playing music now, that's like when they really got way into it. Totally. But, but if we don't say 2010s, what would you say?
1: I'll say I'll say 80s.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite 80s artist or some of them? Oh, God.
1: You know, I listen actually a lot to Madonna.
0: Hmm.
1: Um. She's also on my car rotation right now. Nice. Um, Yeah, I've been referencing her, actually, when I'm songwriting recently. I saw her in concert in 2015, Um, and she's just so fucking great.
0: She's an icon.
1: Yeah. I just like the general, like, synth poppy sound, so
0: hmm gotcha yeah. yeah that's all that's all through the 80s yeah totally <laughs> nice well that ends our time here on on that note Scofie, thank you for joining me talking about your process everybody needs to go check out your ep polished out on spotify on apple music all that good stuff and uh i really appreciate you talking with me i'm glad we made this session with pretty minimal construction work going on Uh, with the you know the renovations going on but uh, yeah thank you again for coming on
1: well thank you for having me and yeah I'm glad we had minimal noise pollution I think it worked out
0: (laughs) yeah we made it through all right well I will talk to you later and thank you again
1: all right all right see you bye bye